You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody and welcome to the Brian Gittins and Friends podcast, and it, this is episode two of series two, and I love the sound of that, David. Series two. Oh, it's a sequel. Don't you shout. Know, sorry, keep it keep it as a uh, civilized volume. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a sequel. It's a franchise. So that, for those of you who don't know, that's David Edwards's voice. And David's got how many middle names? I have um, two middle names. Okay, so nothing to write home about. Uh, well, they're, they're quite good ones, William and Nicholas. So, you know, if I was to write home, I think I'd use that at the end of the letter type of thing. Could you do a little showy-off bit? Boring names. We are boring names. Could you do a little showy-off bit where you say, I've got two names and they're William and Nicholas? I've got two names and they're William and Nicholas. <laughs> okay, do it one more time like you're bullying someone. I've got two names and they're Nicholas... And William. Okay. Okay. And our guest this episode is none other than Carl Donnelly. Thank God. He never gets the guest name. Right, I, I know. I listened yeah. to, no, uh, no, I listened thank to God. an episode. That's absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you made an I wasn't going to get that name wrong whatsoever. last time I heard. Yeah, quite horrific. And I, I feel quite nervous even then when I knew your name fully. Well, do it, it again still... and relax. Carl Donnelly. That's his and name. do it again really relaxed. Carl Donnelly. If you'd have got it wrong, what would you have said? I would have questioned my own well, sanity. What, what name would you like, have yeah, come what, up what with? What would be a good one? If you got it wrong, what do you, how wrong do you reckon you would And the wrong? guest this episode is none other than... Sean Pope. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, just, you just got to grab the air and you just hope you can get away with it. You have. It's better Sean than Pope. What is your middle name, Carl? Uh, I actually don't have a middle name. Charles. Oh, well, do you want to be? Do you want to do your sort of showy offy thing to Carl? Absolutely. I have two middle names. Come on, make it more showy offy. I've got two middle names. (laughs) They are Nicholas and William. And ask Carl if he's got one, and how would you respond to what he's about to say? So, Carl, do you have a middle name? No, I don't have any middle names. That's a shame. Your parents have let you down there. (laughs) Can you do it more of a showy off bully thing? Do you have a middle name? Yes or no? No. Well, that does reflect poorly on your family, your parents, <laughs> your domestic unit. It's very basic All right, admin. chill out. Well, sorry, sorry. Chill. What's that, Charles? Have you got middle name, Charles? I have. <laughs> cool. 
Okay, so Charles has got a middle name. Oh, I'd be interested to hear it. Okay, well, David would be interested to hear it. Are you willing to tell us what it is? 58,848,484,844,8080. Wow, that's a lot of middle names. Should we do the first 50? They are all Stephen. Okay, so this episode, Carl and David, we are... David, you're going to be a DJ for Smooth FM. Wonderful. Don't That's shout. Sorry, keep it low. And me and Carl are going to be your dog's bodies. Yes. Oh, okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Sort of runners. Yeah, exactly. So you've got your own show. It's your first... First show on a Sunday morning. Are we on air? We're not on air. So, oh, we're not like oh, we're not on air yet. We got your. Oh, we're your, actual backroom. We star. are backroom. We're part of your gang. And I'm going to be part of the morning, morning. Uh, shift, which is obviously one of the biggest parts of any radio schedule. <laughs> well, yeah. the morning, isn't yeah. It? Well, it's yeah, Sunday I mean, morning, so it's not you know yeah, top of the I, top I'm, of the I'm happy with it still. Okay, so but, you know, so your show's about to start in about five minutes. So how are you feeling? Quite nervous. Um, are people listening? Do you I don't need want to Carl have to go and do something for you. Um, well, some kind of snack or something that uh, <laughs> energizes Allergies me. or dietary requirements? No, I can eat nuts. You know, I've got. Um, <laughs> What's your favourite nut? Uh, Quick, let's make a cashier. <laughs> there what? we go. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I, I don't know if I can fall down this hole no, again. Come on. What is your favourite nut? We did this. Cashier. Before. <laughs> Cash Come Cash on, what's your favourite nut? My favourite nut is a um, cashier. Cash. I just lose confidence completely. <laughs> this is what happens, basically. I lose confidence. Come on. Uh, Five attempts. What's your favourite nut? Cashier. Wrong. Second attempt. Cashier. Wrong. Third attempt. Cash. It's a cashier. It's a cashier. <laughs> a cash. Uh, dirty cashier, cashier, I want you. Dirty cashier, <laughs> I need you more. That's it. It's, just, it's, it's hard, know, isn't it? It's a, we'll come back to it. It is odd. It's a, so, it's a mental block. But you want one of those nuts. So I regularly buy them in Tesco. Okay, we'll ask Carl to get it for you. Uh, Carl, could you just get me an assortment of nuts? Well, no, no. You obviously <laughs> you want your favourite. Um, I've got off those. Uh, no, come on, ask uh, Carl to get your cash, favourite nuts. Can, um, can I have a, a pot of cashier nuts? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. if you could sort that out for me, that'd be great. I like you being, I like you having higher status, David. No, it's, it's, I'm not pushing my weight around. I'm just saying, you know, the nuts have got, you know, um, they, they've got goodness in them. They'll keep me focused. Demand. So chew bad. on. Quite bad tracks. for the environment, cash, cashiers. Oh, really? Demand. Why is that? Uh, Demand your favourite nuts. Very water-dependent farming. Oh, oh, right! Same I as, never same knew as this. almonds. They, they grow individually, not as a sort of. It's not oh. like a big bunch of them. But each one is its own fruit. Oh, right! I never what? realised that at Don't all. Don't shout at Carl. Sorry, sorry. Keep it low. <laughs> Keep it civilised. So, but I'm still happy to do it as, as, you're, as you're in charge. <laughs> if you don't mind, that'd be great. I'm on there in five minutes, and that'd be good just to have them um, at the okay. ready type of thing. Okay, I'll, I'll nip off and get there. Oh, no, okay. thank you. No, he's appreciated. Thanks, Carl. Appreciate that. Okay, so Carl's nipped off. <laughs> So, the first question of the uh, podcast. Oh, please. It's from me, David, and that question is. Oh, here we go then. So, James, could you get ready with. Uh, James, the editor, could you, could you get ready with the music? And the, uh, could you make up a ghost story on the spot? Go. Quietly. Uh, the year is 1999, um, two months away from the new millennium, and 
in a very derelict house on the outskirts of Bognor Aegis. Don't try to be funny. Oh, I'm not. Bognor is a real place. Don't it's, talk to me like no, that. No, sorry, okay. Let's be respectful. And a man is on his own drinking Strongbow cider. Can uh, you, it doesn't feel like it. Are you. What is this? Oh. His mother's going to appear in a minute. Right. In, Are you retelling a story? No, no, not at right, all. Right. It sounds like you you make it up on the spot. I, I am want... making up on the spot. Yeah, exactly. I know you are, oh, but I want, it to, I want it to feel like it's uh, it's a ghost story from... What's scary about that? Okay, so once upon a time, a bit like that. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and a bit quieter. Almost whisper it. Once upon a time, there was a man who lived in a caravan uh, on his own, lost... Uh, disheartened by modern living there was a sudden knock on the door which he opened to see a man dressed in Tudor dress um, you know, sort of velvet red velvet suits with um, you know the slightly short cropped trousers mm-hmm. and um, you know twirls at the end of his sure. uh, shoes type of thing what? Um, you know, slightly lifted shoes with a sort of twirl like a effect. Jester. Yes, very much like a jester. And um, as he um, looked around the caravan and complimented the man on his, uh, you know, real estate, uh, he realised that parts of his face were missing, and his eco skeleton was um, uh, visible within. Elements of his Eco, skin. What's Exoskeleton. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> Not just leading me along some horrific Theorus lane. Keep, sorry, sorry, keep sorry, sorry. Yeah, the, the atmosphere. Thank you. Cashier Exoskeleton. Exoskeleton. Cashier nuts and the e- Ecoskeleton. Absolutely. But we know where I'm coming Back from. To the as long as I'm stuff. communicating. Back to the story. Um, and he says to him, sorry, sir, but I think you've got part of your face missing. I think we need to go to the emergency room. When did this happen? And he said it happened over half a century ago. And then the realisation, this person in his caravan is a ghost. <laughs> and he was... From um, half a century ago. Yeah, half a century well, ago. Five, 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 years, what, 50 years 50. ago. <laughs> half a century ago. That's terrible, isn't that? <laughs> This, that's bad for me. Oh, oh. Uh, okay. Half so a century ago. It's a so jester from the 70s. 500 years ago, I meant. <laughs> a jester from the 70s. Um, yeah, we're talking sure. 500 years ago. Yeah. David, you're ruining the atmosphere. Half yeah, a, half, sorry, sorry. Half a millennia. Half a millennia. Okay. There we so go. Let's go back to that, that crucial moment in the story. So he's there. He's 500 years old. Uh, in ghost years, you know, um, he was about 30 when he died, but 500 years just uh, wandering the planet. Keep the atmosphere. Just in dog years? In dog years? How old is he in dog years? You would type, you'd multiply it, so it'd be 1,500 years. What? <laughs> so dogs' lives, uh, it's like, takes a human three years. So you take uh, humans one year. <laughs> A dog in that year would be uh, three times seven. Time seven. It's, it's time seven. Oh, it? times seven. So it'd even be more than that. It'd we'll be five hundred times it seven. What, which is what? So uh, three hundred and fifty. Um, so it would be. Uh, bu- bu- so I'm really struggling. It's three and a half. Three and a half thousand. Three and a half thousand. Don't there you go. Thirty-five hundred. Keep the atmosphere of the ghost story. Yeah, you're quite right. Yes, the atmosphere, the ambiance, is everything. It's the execution of the uh, story. By the way, your show on Smooth is about to start. So let's get this story. 
Then um, he undoes his Tudor top, his velvet top. And okay, David, just before you carry on, when you get to the end of the story, you need to immediately start your show on Smooth FM. Okay, no, no okay. problem. He then, so it, Charles is going to give you the countdown. He undoes each of his golden metal buttons to reveal his very pale white Eight. chest. He only has one nipple. The other one is a hole Seven. in which he can you can see the white bone of his breastplate. Um, this man has been through Six. horrific uh, disasters uh, generally. Um, he's just a corpse wearing Five. a satin suit. And he stood there in front of him in the caravan. Uh, a Four. man who has uh, seen death, and we can see that reflected in his eyes. Three, all two, the way one. through. Uh, welcome to Smooth FM, where smooth music is being played uh, 24-7 for smooth listeners um, who've got a certain outlook on life, uh, a certain way of, uh, you know, understanding day-to-day life. What's your name? What's your name? Uh, my name is Dave Edwards. You're listening to Smooth FM. Uh, we've got competitions. Sponsored by Cash Nuts. It is absolutely Cash Nuts at the ready. Uh, which is a competition we're going to be playing later. What's your nickname as well? Uh, my nickname is um, Dave Danger, because I like to go into dangerous areas within the terrain of radio. So this is like talk radio. People are going to be ringing me up. We're going to be discussing Brexit. And what's coming up today? Uh, what Choo-choo. is coming up? Sorry, what was that? Sorry, Charles. Choo-choo. You're on air, mate. Choo-choo. Okay, choo-choo trains. Okay, what's coming up today? Uh, okay, what is coming up today is we are going to be having a discussion. Ten. Ten. Uh, ten what? Sorry. Okay. Say so the producer's Nine. talking to me. Nine, eight, seven. Fuck, David. Okay, okay, yeah. Just what's what is coming, coming up today? Today? We have the Cash Nuts Prize. Okay, where we take part in a, uh, a quiz. A quiz linking to cash if you win it because you guess the nuts. Okay. Which I'll be describing by taste. So keep telling them the quiz, and then when it gets to one, you're going to play your first song. Quick. Five. Okay, so ultimately, I will be describing the uh, the sensation Four. that appears in my mouth when I particularly put this nut on my tongue. If you can Three. actually guess the breed of nuts, you will be given um, money, Two. basically. Uh, £10 a nut. And there's 10 nuts. You do the maths. That's £100. Um, so... Cash Nuts, going to be popular. We, we've, we've tried it out pilot stage, and it did very well with the commissioning editors of the radio station. Um, so are we coming up to time to do the track now, producer? Not, not quite. Right, so, one. as I say, Cash Nuts. One. One. Uh, and now we've got Eric Clapton. Um, <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. Uh, a smooth tune, but of a dark theme. Okay. Check it out. Lovely, David. There we go. There's Eric Clapton. Carl. Stairway to Heaven. Did Eric Clapton do Stairway <laughs> no, to Heaven? No, he didn't do Stairway to Heaven. What's the one where the person uh, leaps out the window? You're still on air, David. Uh, it was um, Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven. Tears there in heaven. There we go. Nice it's very, it's horrible. I know. It's, that's that's a horrific one about yeah. his son. That but wasn't a good one to choose. No, no. I, if I had my time again, a time machine, I would have uh, got rid of that and uh, done something else. Carl, have you what, got a question? You could go back and save Eric Clapton's son if you had a time machine. Oh, my God. Very true, but then you wouldn't have that great track but I mean, you know <laughs> we're not on air now this is just people speaking our minds you know oh, it's God. 
Have you got a question for David, Carl? Uh, any question. Any question at all. Personal or trivia? Yeah, literally anything. Dave, you'll answer any I'll, question. I'll, I'll, oh, I'm happy to get involved. So this is Carl's first involved. question I've actually David. got one because I learnt uh, an interesting fact the other day. And I oh, want to yes. see what you think. What do you think the oldest ever alleged cat is? Like the, Wow. There's no way of fully verifying this, but... Okay, that's one of the best questions you've ever been asked, David. Yeah, So would you play your penny whistle for us? Here we go, just get it out now, lick lick my lips, and off we go. Just to celebrate that question. It needs to be celebrated, because it's a good question, definitely. Okay, Okay, so uh, what was the question, David? Basically, uh, what's the longest I believe a cat has ever lived on Earth? Allegedly. Allegedly. I would say I would say the absolute pinnacle would be more, no more than the very early twenties. Okay, would you like a guess? Forty-seven. <laughs> Forty-seven. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Thirty-nine. Oh, that's amazing. But it cream must have puff. had no His name fur is cream or puff. eyes. David, are you listening to? Sorry, yeah, sorry, cream <laughs> puff. Sorry, just talking over it. <laughs> no, I apologise. Cream puff. Cream puff yeah. was its name. The same owner also has another one. How on the many top years is that? Dog years is 39 cat years. So it's times by seven. No, 14. 14? Yeah. Times by 14. So um, what you've got is there, you've got uh, 84 would be 12. Uh, Just they, quickly guess. Uh, early hundreds. Yeah, okay, that'll do. Early hundred so years. So cream, the cat was called Cream Puff. Yes. Do you know anything else about the cat? No, well, oh. the, the owner also had what, another member of the oldest cats ever in the top 10. So people have questioned the validity what? of... Whether or not it's true, and he was just telling Paul. Right. Or he's got right. some kind of ability to keep the cat alive. Or a good ability at lying about their ages. But I think a vet... Don't would, point. Sorry, top. pop that back in its holster. Um, basically, a vet, I, I believe, would be able to know the age, predict the age by looking at the claws, the fur quality, <laughs> I don't think texture. You can. I don't think you can actually accurately age a cat from... I don't think there's a test. Same way you can't do that for humans, can you? Can you, David? I think, How would you I guess we're not like trees. You can't just count the rings in the middle of the no, trunk type no. thing. No, you've got to just take it at face value I think, or um, check their birth certificate. Yeah, that's very true. But I think also um, you could generally look at the person's... There must be elements of you that start to fragment at, at a certain Pardon? age. Fragment, mm-hmm. fragment, kind of like, you know, uh, implode, kind of come to an end. Yeah, but I mean, that happens from quite an early... If you're 70 and you live to 120, that last 50 years is... You know, yeah, like the last 20 in particular is really... No, just, you're quite right, you're I agree. You're probably mostly physically gone. Yes, you're not going to be able to have a driving licence anymore. That's going to be revoked. <laughs> I mean, that's the, the main downside. David, could you say to Carl, I've got a cat called Cream Puff in a really camp voice? Oh, Carl, I've got a cat called Cream Puff. <laughs> how, do you feel yeah, about, how do you feel about that, Carl? I mean, I, I doubt that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, that would make me more cynical about the age. Yeah. Well, if, if it was said with that tone. Obviously, you got, oh. it, you got one ear on Charles. Yeah, what was that? So, sorry, well, Charles? He's just queuing you up. The, hey. the song's going to finish in a minute. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. That, not a problem. That's fine. And so then you've got to have to do your quick quiz. Uh, yeah, absolutely, not a problem. Keep talking about the cat. Okay, yeah. I think the cat would have been in a horrific Seven. night. Almost like a sort of... Uh, someone who survived in a Hiroshima incident. Do you know what I mean? You know, no fur, no claws, no, no. coordination, yeah. no uh, zest in life. Can't Six. be bothered to you know, chase a mouse. Have you got a cat, David? I did have one in Brighton. What was your cat called? Honey. Oh, right. Very large ginger cat. Right. What and age did it live? Five. Uh, I would say like 
13, which is old for a cat. So 39 is, is incredible. Four. Is 13 old for a cat? I, I'm pretty sure they don't usually. I think they meet the early teens, don't they? Yeah, I, I think. I think. That's, I mean, twenty is an old. I know no cats really get to twenty. Twenty, absolutely not. Ooh. So thirty-nine is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, was there a, a picture of cream puff? There wasn't. Which again, this makes me dispute the the truth. So it's just basically hearsay. It's him basically just saying a, I had a cat. He could have just put it on Wikipedia himself. And potentially that cat was older than its owner. One. Uh, hello, welcome. Glad you enjoyed the track. Uh, quite a somber one. Uh, it's given me something to think about. Uh, what? So, what's it got? What are you thinking about? Just uh, domestic safety. Simple as that. You know, just keeping stairs. The, just yeah, stairs and uh, windows locked. Simple. As, even if you're hot, doesn't matter. It's not worth the risk. It's not worth. It's not. You're not looking for a gat and like a laugh from this subject, are you, David? No, I wouldn't even begin. Don't, don't sorry, point. sorry. Pop the thing, index fingers you down. Wouldn't go stoop that low, would you? No, I. It's not. Honest to God, on a serious note, it's nothing humorous about yeah, it. You're on air. I know. I'm, I'm it glad I'm on air. To heaven. Sorry. Stairway to heaven. No, it was not that one. It's wasn't ste- it stairway to heaven. No. No. What was the name? So can't you said earlier. Tears in heaven. Tears in heaven. Tears in heaven. There we go. Okay. And, Do you want um, to tell the audience about the quick uh, the quiz and what the question okay, is? Okay, so it's called Cash Nuts. And it's a case of I'm going to describe the nut that's been placed on my tongue and uh, give descriptive dis- um, yeah, descriptions. Yeah, we get it. We get it. And then you've got to guess the nut. You've got to describe it and give descriptive yes. descriptions. Taste, already. Or taste or shape? Uh, both, okay. in actual fact. Okay, so David's... Uh, so I will tell the audience. You're the DJ. Uh, right, so the uh, the nut's being placed on my tongue right now. Um, it's got a very silk-like texture to it as it rolls up and down my tongue. Uh, nuts in my mouth. Nuts in my mouth, you're quite right. And it's about the size of a uh, paracetamol tablet. And I'm now going to uh, put my teeth on it, crushing it to uh, allow the taste to enter. And it's uh, got a roast, salty um, feel to it. Okay, so what have the, the audience got to do to win this fucking prize? Uh, they need to ring up and tell me the nut I've just described, the actual name. Wonderful. And they get £10 a nut. Okay, do you want to play another tune, David? Absolutely. Uh, this is from the, um, the very popular band Steps, one of the classics that shot them to fame in the mid-90s. And it is. Uh, tragedy. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay, very serious. Yes. Uh, so um, I've got a question here from uh, someone on Patreon for you. <clears throat> it's from Jamie Hogarth. And that question is, David, you're a doctor who has to break some terrible news to a patient about their health. However, the patient in question is also an incredibly beautiful woman that you want to ask out, but without losing your job. Could you take us through how you're going to do that? Well, first of all, an enormous anticlimax because I found love and she's going to pass away very soon. <laughs> okay. So well, it's almost Romeo and Juliet. Okay, so James, could you take us... Uh, into the doctor's office. And David, could you play out that scenario, please? Here we go. Uh, thanks for meeting me this morning. Um, at short notice, but um, over the weekend... You really fancy her. I want to really hear that. Right, OK. But don't, uh, don't go over the top. No, right? I'm not going to. I think, don't you know... talk to me like that. No, no, no. No, you're quite right. Quite right. Keep it uh, civilised. So, Dr Edwards, you really fancy her, but she's got a terrible, terrible illness. 
Well, you know, let's Here start. We go. Let's start with the positives. Um, I, I love what you've done with your hair. No, 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 you wouldn't do that. No, no. Um, do it seriously. Basically, I respect you. No, is do it. it right, no, just this sat, is no. Yeah, she's just sat sorry, down. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, so, please take a seat. Offer her a cash up. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bowl of different nuts you can. Um... No, come on, David, do it seriously. Right, okay. Right, take a seat from do it from there. Take a seat, please. You know, uh, take take the pressure off yourself and um, relax. Basically, you know, um, I think you know we've only this is the second time we've met, and already I've got great respect for you as an individual. I really think there's something you know you got that that X factor that all the kids talk about type of thing. You know, you heads turn when you enter a room, um, and that's why it really um, you know it's quite sad to say that. Uh, Tests took place over the weekend in the NHS laboratory, wherever that is. And, um, you know, behind that very pretty face, there's a... Um, tumour. Yes, you're quite right. A tumour has appeared. And... Then... Um, oh I think it's basically, it's just too big to be removed. And, um, you know, I wouldn't want to open up that face. Ten tumours. It fills me with a lot of joy and... Appreciation. It'd be like ripping open the front of a Ferrari and not being able to put the, the top back on. It'd be a waste. How long has she got? Uh, she's got um, up to Christmas. She's she, not going to make 2020. Nine. She's crying, David, obviously. She's crying. Would a hug help? <laughs> Would some kind of, um, you know, uh, a sort of an embrace? I'm not going to touch anyone okay. without a well, contract. Okay. Well, you're going to break some rules here and you're going to start getting a little bit saucy with her. Okay, so I'm just going to put this arm around Seven. your neck and this around your back. And then uh, if, if I don't get any um, physical pushing, I'm going to squeeze and Six. then slide into a hug. If that if that's okay. You're smelling beautiful. You really are. But reminder of the tumour. Five. Um, the tumour is on your, your right lobe. Um, it's it's massive. I'm, I'm amazed you're even here. But I think with the right Four. medication, we can Whisper get you through her autumn ear. and winter. Whisper into her ear and try and turn her on, telling her about a tumour. Your, your, your tumour is um, as big as life, like you were as big in my life when you first entered the surgery. Um, and like any tumour, you're unique. Um, you never know how it's going to grow and develop and evolve. Um, and I think Mother Ooh, Nature was jealous. And we're up. back. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to uh, Cash Nuts, um, a competition. We have of... a caller coming up. Oh, okay. wonderful. Okay, it's a caller on the line to play Cash Nuts. Excellent. Let's go for it. Oh, God. Get, uh, well, do you want a caller? Talk... Okay. Do you want to talk to the caller? Hello. Where are you calling from, caller? I hate nuts. You hate nuts? Well, you don't have to eat them. I'm the one that's got had one in his mouth. Yes. Ask, ask her name. Uh, what's your name, please? And where she's calling from. And where you're calling from? Audrey. Audrey? And where are you living, Audrey? Lincoln. Lincoln. I've heard it's very nice there. Sort of um, countryside, great for picnics and taking kids and Labradors out for walks. Have you? I have uh, walked to Labrador. My uncle owns one. Uh, but I don't have kids. Have you now? Uh, have I now got a Labrador? No, uh, he passed away. It was never mine anyway. It's my uncle's, and I don't have any kids, so I haven't. Uh, I've seen people. I take... hate your show. You hate my show. Your show. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fair enough. Everyone's a critic. 
Can you give me any advice how I can develop my... I sm- hate your fucking show. Oh, wow. Oh, good grief. That's cut her off, dead air. That's cut yeah, her off. I have to cut you off, I'm afraid. Sorry. <laughs> right, sorry about that, listeners. That's really put a damper on things. Oh, you got someone else coming through. Oh, here we go. Cash nuts. Let's get involved. Okay. Who's on the line, David? Um, so is hey. this... Oh, yes. Hello. Uh, Naaman, where are you calling from, please? Hey, I'm Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Where are you calling from? Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln as well. Okay, very popular. Obviously, that's very much part of the smooth FM demographic. I'll have to uh, go down to Lincoln and do some market research, get to know the, the community, because obviously we're, we're on the same uh, mental track together. Uh, now, you know the rules. Uh, I, I hate give... your show and I hate you. That's quite a personal attack. That's a personality assassination. Off, yeah, cut, cut, cut. No, okay. thank you, Sharon. Okay, put another, put another song on, David. We'll get another question from Carl. Right, uh, this next song is from the American hero himself, Bruce Springsteen, singing about Vietnam. What is the song called? Um, <laughs> made, in the Amer- made in the USA. That'll do. There we go. Enjoy it, people. Relish it. Have you got another question, Carl, at all? Um, uh, yeah, maybe I'll ask you a personal question. Oh. Nothing whatever too suits. personal. No, no, whatever suits. Um, what about, um, have you ever broken a bone? Okay. I've never broken a bone. Oh, no, I have. Don't shout. Sorry, I apologise. I was given a, uh, a cracked rib whilst um, having a, a physical fight with my brother. I don't think he, you know, well, I think he probably did mean to. Was he older or younger? Older, uh, by a good four years. A good four years? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I think I was about... Um, when did you start secondary school? Was it 12 or... Uh, I remember I was in the first year of secondary school. He was doing his GCSEs. He should have known better. And, and what he cracked did you my rib. Crack your rib? Yes. And uh, first of all, I thought, oh, that, you know, that's going to leave a bruise. But I found it problematic breathing. And Can we um, listen to what that sounds like? Oh... <gasps> <gasps> keep, doing, keep doing it, David. <laughs> keep doing it. Don't sing or anything, just breathe. <laughs> okay, continue with the question. Um, so that's what it would be, a cracked rib. Cracked rib uh, and... Have you ever broken a bone, Carl? I've broken uh, my arm. Oh, wow. What does that feel like? Uh, not as painful as people make out. Oh. But I didn't think it was broken because I thought it would be really painful. Yes. And it was just painful enough that I thought I might have sprained it. Oh, right. And later found out I'd broken it. Oh. And when did you work out it was broken because you couldn't move it anymore? Oh, no, the day after I thought I should go and get it x-rayed. And then I went and it was broken in two places. Oh, my gosh. And what did you do to break it? I, I snowboarded onto it. Snowboarded? I mean, on... that's a bad way to describe it. I fell over you snowboarding. You fell over? <laughs> yes. Onto your arm. But snowboard's important because you'd be going at high velocity. I was going at high velocity. <laughs> and it was a very icy um, day on the slopes. Oh, gosh. And where, was it somewhere foreign? It was somewhere, it was somewhere foreign. It was in... Because you get dry slopes. That's a weird question, David. Well, I just I was thinking, if it was a... Because I always look at the dry slopes, mm. and they have, like, netting on the floor. And I look at that, mm. and I think, well, 
obviously you're going to break your arm on that mm. with snowboarding if you've got snow yeah that's going to be a cushion yeah, hopefully yeah. but on a when it's icy it's very dangerous yeah what are you were you good at snowboarding i'm okay at snowboarding <laughs> such right. a bad interview for a radio a terrible, host. terrible interview <laughs> david uh, i'm trying to find a hook it's like when you're climbing a mountain you're, you're criticizing at, carl no, no no not at all not don't at all. shout at carl no i think snowboarding's a you know it's a rewarding hobby yeah it is but I feel, it's, you know, there's not talking injuries is always quite boring, isn't it? I think. No, not at all. I Don't find them fascinating. What's, so I um, find them fascinating. What other injuries have you had? Um, I've had a the worst one was um, once again it was related to my brother. He was chasing me up some dick. stairs. Have you ever injured your dick? <laughs> <laughs> testicle, but uh, okay. not the penis. How did you injure injure your testicle? That was a very dark situation. Okay. Whereby... Can we have um, some music, please, James, for the little testicle bed? I don't know if it was an injury. It was more like a vanishing sort of... Uh, <laughs> it was in the... in the. Um, I was in a shower, and I, I had a... Um, what is it called? The cloth you, you bathe flannel? yourself with. Flannel. Well said. And uh, I was late, and I was... How old you know, were you? I was... Um, it was paper round era. So 13, 14... I should have really given it up by then, but I lost my job as a bin boy in the co-op. Well, it was Circle K back then. What's a bin boy? Um, you would be, um, you break down all the boxes, you put them in a skip, and then when the skip was overflowing, because they were they never got a new skip in, you would get into the skip and then crush it down like it was grapes and that's, that's for wine a, in France. That's a bin boy. Yes. Okay. And uh, could you see no other roles? No. That was literally a hundred yeah, percent job. You're breaking down boxes and then getting into the bin to squash David, it down. David, could you sing a, a Cockney song called Bin Boy, explaining your job? Go. I'm a bin boy living in the trash, crashing around trying to earn some cash. I'm a bin boy. Yeah, I hate it. Right. So, so Sorry, what? It wasn't very good. So I apologise. What apologize. happened with your testicle? Basically, um, I, I would sorry. Um, I was I just manhandled it too much in amongst the kind of washing of the genital area, and uh, it sort of popped inside me so to, you, for a second. So you were pushing around with your testicles, and it went inside yes. your body. And then, then I kind of I, into the oh mic, God, please. At even this point, thinking about it now, it's just absolutely horrific. How did you get it out? I basically pushed that bit there. What's that, the pelvis? Yeah, yeah. Right. The and pubic uh, bone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Could you feel it? Could you feel it inside you? Sort of. And, or? um, oh, God, and then it popped back after a few seconds. Fucking hell. I know, that was really hurt? quite horrific. Uh, no. Was it, it didn't bruised hurt. at all? Uh, you, you no, like there was no pain now. Well, thinking about it, uh, uh, do you know what? What was well, horrific? Was the panic. Get back on it. Yeah, hello. Welcome to uh, Cash Nuts. <laughs> Uh, that was Bruce Spring- Springsteen uh, talking about having a spring in his step while dodging napalm in Vietnam. Um, born in the USA, America. Um, so, with that in mind, let's get back to Cash Nuts. Okay. We've got a call on the line, okay. and I want to give some people some money. But yeah. for me to do that, you've got to guess the nuts. Okay, so who's the caller? Who have we got? What their name and where do they come from? What is their name? That's dead air. Dale. Well, Queer Dale. Uh, where did you come from? Meridiano Paulo. Is that a different language? Is, is that... del Meridiano Paulo. 
Right, okay. Um, do you understand the British tongue? Because we may need that for interaction on air. Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln. Right, fantastic. You are the third person that's rung in from Lincoln. And that's great for marketing. We need to get our PR woman or man okay. over there ASAP to start mingling with the Lincoln people because we're obviously on yeah, the same... Yeah, sort of... Say I'm not Mexican or... Sp- oh, yeah, I think you're sort careful, of... careful, David. Oh, absolutely. Tread carefully. I... Basically, I'm very ignorant, Dale. I don't know yeah, any other language than of... British. Listen to him. Sorry. Yeah, I think you're sort of... Yeah, I don't understand that. That's not... I um, think I you might be saying, I hate your show in Spanish. There we go. It's been translated to me by one of the um, apprentices. Correct. Work experience here. Correct. Now you can speak uh, cut English, him off, which David. is interesting. Cut him You're off. being cut off. You're being negative. <laughs> you can't be part of Cashin' Up. Have so you done got... something in Lincoln that you should maybe have forgotten? No, I don't think I've ever visited Lincoln. I know they've got centre parks there, and that's it. That's the only Lincoln information I'm aware of. It's quite rural, apparently. <laughs> So, Carl, we have a section on the podcast where David gets to ask the guest a question. Yes. It's called the Golden Question section. It's really taken off. <laughs> have you got a question for Carl? Do you know the problem is I had two people in the previous podcast and they've used up both questions. Playing time. So, right, no one wants to hear this, David. No. It's all be behind the scenes. question mundane. for Carl. I'm yeah, a, I have. Do not worry, don't Brian. Shout. Don't get panic. Um, I'm an open book. Okay. Open book. Right. Okay, so... Um, Chill, dude. Sorry? Ask the question. Chill, dude. Chill, dude. <laughs> okay, um... For two minutes of the podcast, it's not about you. I know, and it is terrible. I, I came prepared with two questions. Ask the question. And they were used... Um, Why don't you, can you mash them into one mash super question? Mash those two questions into okay. a super question. Uh, not, not a problem. Do you have a fantasy about how you live your life when you're an OAP, an old person? <laughs> no, no, no. Proper question for Carl. Boring. Proper question. That's fine. Not a problem. Um, I did come with a question, just so you're aware of that. I came off the underground one and it was taken from me. Uh, ten. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically, um, do you believe Nine. in the in the saying... You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Well, of course you can. I mean, it's just like it's a biological fact, isn't it? Um, do, I, do, you mean, do I agree with it? Yeah, it's a fact, though, isn't it? It's, it's nothing you can really uh, go with that. Oh, God. Um, God I just a quick question okay, for Carl. Okay, uh, here's a question for any professional life or world. Do you believe in the saying, um, you can be given so much rope, so much uh, ability... <laughs> That you can end up hanging That's not, yourself. Come on, ask Carl a good question. Um, what's he doing with his career? Well, I'm never allowed to ask about careers. Tough. I don't, I don't oh, want to try. challenges oh, okay. you think yeah. the next generation will face. What's that? The next generation will face. I don't actually know what Carl. Yes. What's some challenges you think the next generation will face? <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Charles. That's a great question, Charles. Very great question. Yeah. Yes, I that's mean, a very any strong Any challenges one. you see the next generation? I think many challenges. <laughs> yeah. Climate change. Oh, gosh. Technological pressures. Yes. Yes. With social media driving a narcissistic personality disorder. <laughs> Driveless cars. I mean, they're going to be a nightmare. Yeah, what, what's going to happen to all the taxi drivers? Well, absolutely. Yeah, what I, is going to happen? You know, David, don't you? I, I did a bit of research on this actually, and it's a case of they were saying that in 15 years, and I don't believe this, but there you go, um, the majority of juggernauts are going to be driverless. 
Right. So you're going to have these, like, I don't know, these, like, squares with wheels on them driving around with no one in charge. And where are all the uh, truck drivers going to go? Well, it was on a BBC documentary, and they said, well, those jobs are going to be gone, but instead there'll be other in- jobs introduced, such as virtual world like designers. And you think, well, that's a very, you know... You're talking yeah. to the microphone, please. Sorry, James. sorry, sorry. No, absolutely but that's not. That's a very definite... Um, Type of job. I mean, you can't I go from a lorry driver yeah, to a virtual world designer. Over, are you? No, they're not transferable skills. So, you know, in actual fact, I think you're just going to have a, a, a large case of unemployment. Simple as that. Don't shoot the messenger, but. <laughs> the truck drivers will fuck crosses. Um, well, <laughs> but like any uh, industry, I think you need to be handing over hard sterling before you're allowed to do that. And I don't think they'll have the money for it. Okay. D- uh, oh, the boss of the radio station has come into oh, the studio, David. Here we go. Right, Looks okay. like he wants a word with you. I'm happy to have a word back. Okay. A, a conversation. Let's see what he says. Do you want to a talk? DJ. Yes, you're talking to him. Talk, speak nicely Sorry. to him. your boss. Sorry, uh, sir. Cocky. Thank you. Sorry? Cocky, you prick. Honestly, it's just bravado just to gain confidence in the listeners. As a man, when the when the mic's off, I'm very Get down, down to your work. Knees. Get down on my knees. Fair enough. There we go. You're in charge. You're paying the bills. Here we go. On both knees, on the floor. And back up. There we go. Back up. Bit of exercise. Doesn't hurt anyone. Well, thank you for coming along. Visit and six. down once more. Here we go. One, two. Knees on the carpet. Shall I get up again? Or? Now eat this potato. Thank you. Very brought that in for me. That's very good of you. Um, it's raw. It's uh, but I'll give it a go. I'll see what I can gnaw off the side. There we go. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, this you song... are sacked. I want Carl. He's nicer. <laughs> I don't blame you. I really, I don't think. Oh I'm... well, time to get your coat, mate. Fair enough. That's not a problem. I'm you've not lost, interacting with the Lincoln gang. Forty-five minutes. You're so bye, bye, David. <laughs> yeah, bye. Thank you. Um, bye, bye, David. If you could put together a decent reference for me, that would be appreciated. Because I think it wasn't me not doing no. the job. I turned up here on time with Dave, my music. David, did you ever hear Terry Wogan uh, give out his final sort of message to his listeners when he retired? It oh, was beautiful. It was beautiful. It? Did you ever hear that? I don't think I did. What were they called? The Woganites, the the older people who used to. Uh, Woganist, they were. They did. Woganisters. A, Woganisters. There we go. So, did you ever hear? It's quite moving and emotional. Could you do that for? Yeah, I, I, I certainly. I so think James I saw is going to. James on his is documentary. going to put a nice little emotional bed underneath. Yeah, maybe say, have some thoughts for the people of Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. And just say thank you and and you know thank you for your time and say goodbye to them. Um, and then we'll end. And then we'll end the podcast. So thank you, Carl, for coming. No, thank it's you. Okay. It's been Thanks very good. For Thanks for the questions. It's very all that. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. You're taking over this radio show. I know. I mean, I've got a great gig out of it. So. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. that's showbiz, isn't it? Snakes and ladders. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And I'm travelling down an anaconda. Yeah. Right now. Okay. So try, um, try and be serious and genuine. Oh here, yes. David. Oh, yeah. quite right. Quite right. So quite moving. Well, during that last track. Um, uh, my boss came in and I've been handed a P45. Uh, those of you who you know Nine. who haven't been employed before, um, that means I'm sacked. I'm, I'm without a job. Eight. Um, I think we had a you know a very short period together, but I think it was very intense, like a fast romance type of thing. And I'm going to be sorry to see you all go. Carl, are uh, you ready to broadcast? I am ready. Yes, thanks. Oh right, keep, so keep passing keep over. Keep right, okay. So uh, the people of Lincoln. Uh, I find it problematic that you listen to me, 
you've got an interest in me, but when you come in contact with me, you just want to verbally abuse me. (laughs) And I think it's real cross wires there. Um, You know, I'd like to go down to Lincoln... Uh, to, to one of your local pubs, I don't know, Weatherspoons or whatever. They seem to be in most places now. Three. And sit down and just almost have a bit of therapy and say, what is it you don't like about Dave Edwards? Because it's cost me Oof. my job. And, you know, I was I put down payments on things like a fridge and just furniture. And I won't be able to pay for that now. They'll have to go back. Um, and getting another radio DJ slot is not easy. It's not something you can just go to the job centre and find. Okay, and here's DJ Donnelly. Hi, you're listening to Smooth FM. This is Carl Donnelly and for Dave Edwards, who's currently left the building with his potato. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody! B- bye! <laughs> that was a Mr. Box production. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hi I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody. We're in the potting shed uh, for, for the uh, Patreon listeners, David. Yes, great to have them here. Yeah, this is a much more relaxed section, uh, ch- um, Charles. This is where we kick back and just talk about the uh, the, the episode. In the just... man cave. For, for it... money. <laughs> yeah, for money. How do you think it went, David? I think um, there was an element of public sabotage. For some reason, I think Lincoln took a dislike to me. Um, I, I don't know. It's not xenophobic because well, we're how, all how British. You, how did you feel being a DJ? If you like that, I, I enjoyed it at the beginning, but then when I started to feel the pressure that the audience, I bring, think you'd be a brilliant yeah. DJ. Oh, thank you. It's very kind of you to say. But I don't know why it didn't work for me at Smooth FM. Then actually, I've just I've just thought of something we did in the last episode that we wanted to do in this is where you uh, came up with a. Uh, I'll just read it out for Carl's benefit. Um, can you once again compose a football fan style chant about Carl and then perform it in the form of a football hooligan? Yes, absolutely. Do you need any background information on me to 
really you know get into the character um Oh, yeah, any, anything you can you can sort of give me, any sort of biographical information. Um, I am from Tooting Broadway. Oh, right, okay, I can immediately see that being... Um, I'm a, being to- a Tottenham Hotspurs fan. Oh, okay, Tottenham Hotspurs. Um, and I am a vegan. A vegan? Okay. That's not going to go down well with the hooligans. Is that is that okay, okay I mean, so that's good. That's gold. cavemen, that so is gold. Just to reiterate, can you compose a football fan-style chant about Carl and then perform it in the form of a football hooligan? Over to you, David. One, two, two, one, two, two. Toot, toot, here comes the toot fruit from toot, and here he comes. Mr. Hot Spurs with his top on. It's got to be something that they can sing on the terraces. Toot, toot, here comes tooty fruity, waddling along. Toot, 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 yeah, I'm looking at you, mate. Toot, toot. Oh, this is horrible, isn't it? It That's, is nasty. It is nasty. It's, it's verbal yeah, grenades. Quite... What does toot toot mean? Yeah, what do you mean by toot toot? It comes from tooting. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, yeah. So we we'll imagine the whole part of that stadium is really joining in with you, David. Here we go. One, one, two, two. Here comes tootin' coming along. Toot toot. Can we have some sort of chant? Toot toot. Here comes a toot toot tart. Toot 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 toot. <laughs> You hot the hot spurs t- okay, Tottenham. Okay, it's too okay. much of a ref. Okay. Yeah, it's too. I didn't go anywhere. That it's too much of a ref. It's too much of what? That was a verbal mess. Okay. It's too much of a ref. Too much of a rap. Doesn't matter. So here's a question from someone from Patreon, David. How would you get rid of a wasp nest with your hands? And they just said a wasp nest. I've added with your hands. How <laughs> right. <laughs> well, first of all, I put protection on my hands. You know, it could be two uh, washing towels or something like that. <laughs> Or a whole group of flannels around it. Um, so I wouldn't go in with bare skin. You're just asking to be, you know, um, seriously stung. Um, no, I think, you know, what I would do, definitely... Point. Sorry, put that way. Pop it back. Um, it would be a case of um, other mitts, yeah. basically. Would, would, seriously? Would you go yeah, for... Yeah, absolutely. No, but, sorry, sorry, sorry. Would you Apologies. go for other mitts or were you being funny? I would definitely go for other mitts for two so reasons. So if you saw a wasp nest, you'd put other mitts on? Yes, I don't think the actual sting could uh, surpass the actual um, uh, padding of um, of other mitts. What about the rest of your body? Obviously, you're, yeah, you might be handling it with that. They, yeah. can, they can access the rest of you. Yeah. I would be wearing, you know, um, like, like a tracksuit or something in that vein. <laughs> oh, right. By the whole of you, absolutely in. zip all the way up. Neck, what about the neck up? Yeah, oh, all the way neck up. One of those red ones. Uh, my actual face, I'd be wearing a proper terrorist balaclava. <laughs> so you just got the eyes. Simple as that. And your eyes? Um, How would you protect those? A pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses. <laughs> and then I'd go in and I'd get rid of very quickly, pick up the nest, chuck it over the fence. Would you? Oh, well, just let your well, neighbours deal with it. Yeah, well, it'd probably be the street. I'd do the fence that... Um... <laughs> so the council can deal with The it. thing is, at the end of the day, yeah, I think the council... Because the thing is, I'm not a trained wasp expert. And I think having that much sting pumped into your body, I think you could probably have some kind of seizure or, you know, you, your left leg would go dead or something. Have you ever handled a wasp nest? Has anyone ever handled it? I don't yeah, think I've no. even seen a wasp I nest. Did I'm actually, just imagining it. Weirdly, I did kick one two days ago by accident. <laughs> did you? Yeah, oh I, was in, I was on Peckham Rye. <laughs> And I, um, I just kicked a, I accidentally kicked a bush as I was walking past it, and I'd heard a lot of noise and looked down. There was like about two hundred wasps. Oh my wow. god! Wow, could we do a little bit here where Carl's walking along the road and he kicks a wasp nest, and you, and you do an impression of one of the wasps, David? Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, obviously, obviously you talk, you're going to talk in a wasp voice. <laughs> How dare you disturb me from my <laughs> sleep? Who are you wandering around with your like size? Sound like a wasp. Size 13. Zzz. I'm going to penetrate your skin with like my sting. That's that one. Yeah, like a snake, more like a snake, isn't it? Quite right. I don't know what a wasp would like. That's all right. Go with like it, mate. They're, very, they're very small, so I think their voices would be quite high. Can we oh, try right. it one more time, Carl, if you're walking along? Here yeah, goes here Carl's go. walking down the street. <laughs> and then wallop. <laughs> Who are you <laughs> to come around knocking my door? Zzz. I will penetrate your skin with my sting. Zzz. Okay. <laughs> sort of like that. I mean, I'm... You know, it's not blue planet yeah, or anything, but it. <laughs> as near as I could characterise, they're angry. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, ne- Anger that's good. I've never heard someone do an impression of a wasp before. It's really good, David. Oh well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. So, uh, uh, have you got have you got one more final question, Carl? Could you throw a question um, oh, at David? Let me think. Um, oh, he's terribly relaxed in here. Isn't oh, he? he's very chilled. Have you ever had a lucid dream? No, but I've read a lot about a loose, them. What is a lucid? It's when you realise you're dreaming in the dream. And you can control it. Some You can, yeah, if, if you're good at it. I can't. I can't, and um, I knew a person who could. Who? Um, I, I, you know, I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Which how, is, did, um, how did you know him? Sorry? Where did you know him from? I, I went on his podcast. Oh, and, um, who? What? Um, so yeah, Jealous. it was. Um, You've been on another podcast. Oh, it was very brief. Who? It was very. Um, it was um, Stu Whiffen's podcast from Distraction Pieces podcast. You didn't let me know. Um, I think I did. I think I sent you an email about it. That, that sounds. I mean, I'm objective here. I think that sounds like something that should have been done in person. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, it was honestly. It was very. How did you brief, feel for it going on it without me? Very disorientating. It was like, you know, go, going on a romantic holiday What's without your lover. What's the podcast called? Um, oh, Hardcore Listing. And I yeah, can't believe I've gotten the David. other presenter's name. It's uh, it's Apology. Did they make you do B impressions? No, wasps, insects never came up once. <laughs> None of that. The animal kingdom was not a theme whatsoever. Yeah. And I forgot the question. Yeah, Lucid Dreams. <laughs> the co-presenter um, yeah. during his time at university... Because I was saying I'd love to go on a lucid dream. I've done the research, but I can't execute it for some reason. Take, you've got to practice every day to do yes. it. But apparently he got really good at it. How do you step- practice? You have to regularly ask yourself if you're dreaming throughout the day. until oh, once, right. and like, Almost like imagine once an hour you ask yourself if you're dreaming. Wow. You do that for long enough. Um, then apparently at some point in a dream you're going to ask yourself it. And then you go, oh, yeah, man. That makes simple. sense, doesn't it? Muscle memory. Wow. Yeah. What would you do? What, how would you control your dream? Where, where would you go, David? You've got one minute because Carl's got to go. I think I would probably perhaps um, vent a lot of, not physical, but verbal aggression at people that perhaps I feel are you know, pausing my existence. Are you looking, why are you looking at me? D- no. Absolutely, sir. Nine. I think you and me, if it was a dream, be like Bonnie and Clyde. We'd be racing in with guns and doing whatever we wanted, you yeah. know? We'd go on. But if you're out controlling your own dream, you'd what would you do again? You'd take out all your frustrations, verbal uh, assault. So so can we hear that then for the last twenty seconds? Yep, absolutely. So here's David in a lucid dream. 
Right, now I've got you in a corner in the middle of Tesco's. I'm going to bloody right. shout and tell you what I think about the way you've really diminished my masculine ego. Uh, you've, um, you know, uh, what's the word when you cut off someone's genitals? Um, phallically removed my phallic symbol. You know, my, uh, what's it called? Castrate. Castrated. Thank you, Charles. You know, now it's time for me to castrate you metaphorically Ooh. through the power of words, like daggers shooting out of my mouth and going into your skin and um, taking away that little thing that's invisible but so important called a self-esteem. Okay, thanks, David. Thank you, uh, Carl. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> no, cheers for coming. It's greatly appreciated. It's an absolute pleasure. No, it really is. Thank Come you, along. Charles. Thank you, uh, James, the editor, for all your hard work. Yeah, thank you, James. Again, thank, thank you. you, Carl. Thank you, David. Thanks, Carl. And we'll see you on the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks, Brian. Bye. Bye.